0: I breathed. I think that was the clincher. They accepted me immediately. My indomitable granny thought theater the gateway to hell. There was nothing in the family except medicine and the church. She said she had a degree in electricity, and of course she knew Shakespeare. He lived on Sherbrooke Avenue. No one ever asked me for my portfolio but I understood that the first year was to be with the actors, and the second year was backstage. I had such a good time. That first year was hilarious. I didn't understand any of it. When asked to relax, I folded myself up and fell onto the floor in a heap. Each morning we did exercises in very little clothing, to the skaters' waltz, and it was frightful. I did mine with Joe the bridge of whose nose was rather flat, because having told his dad he wanted to be an actor, his dad had thumped him. He eventually became a tax inspector. I was trained to kiss stage left or right of the opposing mouth, leaving the face of the star contender available for the audience. When this year's young fling their clothes off and devour each other on screen, I have to leave and put the kettle on. I mean, how do they do that? What if they haven't brushed their teeth? Romance did not flourish in Glasgow. My mother disapproved of people holding hands in the street. Why can't they wait till they get home, she'd say. And eating in the street was unthinkable. As bad as smoking in the street or wearing curlers till tea time. George Bernard Shaw thought that pushing food into a hole in the middle of one's face was revolting. He even considered that sexual activity was less offensive. At least that's what I've heard. You may have to Google it. Ken Tynan would certainly have preferred it. I remember catching him on TV telling us with firm conviction that we would be seeing the act on stage any day now. He was right. He actually used the F-word, and it was startling. My generation was pretty hopeless. We could smolder a bit on stage, but we were sexually timid and a bit lumpy. Or was that just me? My future mother-in-law burst into tears when she heard her son was to marry an actress. There's still something disturbing, I grant you, about the word actress. If an MP or some other outstanding person plays fast and loose with an actress, the world is unsurprised. She is certainly no better than she should be, and probably French. Digs and Tours Having been accepted at the Bristol Old Vic, I was told I had to look for digs. Why digs? Why are theatrical board and lodgings called digs it's like some archaeological event it says in my chambers dictionary hiding in a huge paragraph that it is north american slang really it also means to study hard quite i loved my first digs when i was still a student my landlady was tiny gentle and profoundly deaf she couldn't hear thunder But if there was lightning, she covered all the mirrors in the house with towels and retired to a cupboard under the stairs. Then on tour, there was the legendary superb cook, highly recommended by Tyrone Guthrie. Mrs. Thomas was her name. She worked in a munitions factory and smuggled out sugar and scrubbing brushes. Everyone knew Mrs. Mackay in Daisy Avenue, Manchester. She had two houses, one for the girls, one for the boys. She liked the boys best and preferred them to be well known. We all swapped over one night, changing houses. She was rather upset. We weren't allowed callers either. One actor smuggled his boyfriend in by carrying him upstairs in a piggyback. Cripples now, Mr. Cardew, Mrs. M shouted from below stairs. We used to rehearse in the local cinema, starting at ten in the morning when it was dim, dusty, and deserted. Then we caught the bus after lunch.